Hey, it's Chris Jones with The Jones Zone, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by The Jones Zone at Keller Williams Realty. That's right. We sponsor our own podcast. So if you know of anybody looking to buy, sell, rent, or invest in residential real estate in the Charlotte, Rock Hill, Fort Mill area, have them connect with us on their favorite platform. Enjoy the show. It's Chris and Brian Jones, your real estate advocates, community connectors, talking Charlotte and York County area real estate, and interviewing business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. All right, welcome. Or go ahead. Three, two, just go. You obviously don't care about the countdown. Countdown to what? I was going to say, give me a countdown. You know, like professionals do this. Three, two, oh no, quietly. What's up, everybody? Brian Jones here with my brother Chris. What y'all up to today? Hey, what's going on, you guys? We are what's live on, on Facebook. We are with LaWayne Young. Wayne. What's up? What's going on? Nothing much. How's everything going? Hey, what? fantastic. Super fantastic. Yeah, we'll, we're going to... Uh, We'll, we'll delve, is that the right word? Delve? Delve, yeah. yeah we'll delve, delve. delve yeah. into yeah. something. We'll delve yeah. into Luane here in a few minutes. Uh, first, first things first, I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, an awesome continuing education class I was at yesterday in Charlotte. It was geared towards helping veteran homeowners purchase and sell houses, or veterans purchase and sell houses. But uh, it was more than just a regular workshop, you know, it wasn't PowerPoint or anything, and it wasn't like, you know, uh, here's what you gotta do, hey, this is what a VA loan is. This, it wasn't like that at all. It was, it was like basically a public event where they, you know, they brought in speakers, they brought in a published author. Who's they, who hosted the... Uh... Uh, so that's a good question. Fairway Mortgage put on this program, and it was, the American Warrior Initiative were the presenters. So Louise Thaxton from the American Warrior Initiative, she's a very successful um, lender in Louisiana, Texas, and Missouri. She, she's got a huge team. She's, she's, she's about that life, right? So um, <laughs> what they do is they... She's about that whole successful life, you know, uh, being a winner and whatnot. So they travel around and uh, basically do what they did yesterday. And they had a mother from a, a Gold Star mother. And I didn't know what Gold Star mother meant until yesterday but uh it's a mother and you could be a gold star father as well but it's a gold star parent is the parent of somebody who's been killed in action you know afghanistan iraq or wherever and so she came on right before lunch and shared her story about how you know how she found out what happened to her son and uh my god it was powerful there wasn't a dry eye in that room but it was great because it, I don't say great, but it was good. It was no, it was great because her she wasn't focusing on the death of her son. She was focusing on how strangers and how her friends and everybody was so supportive. And she told the story how the like her son died. They found out he passed away Saturday. That Sunday, she they her and her husband and her son-in-law and her daughter were on the flight to California where his son's wife was. And, uh, geez, the son's wife just had a nine-week-old nine baby. So they were flying on the plane, and uh, she shares the story of how she was, like, crying hysterically on the plane. And um, so the flight attendant asked her son-in-law, you know, what was going on, and, she, you know, they told her. And, like, 
so she went and comforted her and like everybody on the plane just like showed their love went by her like prayed over her like you know, it was all it was it was crazy but uh that's what i took away from the story it's just like the goodness of people strangers in a time of need like that because mm. there's so much negativity in the world right now especially like turn on the news you turn on social media it's negative negative negativity everywhere but that was a pure example of humans in the best form and it it, it changed my life i'm, I'm gonna be honest uh well, it's definitely uh i mean anytime you're talking about veterans and uh people who die for other people yeah i mean that's and, that's always these, inspiring and then they showed uh they showed a trailer to black hawk down back in the day and they 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 drew parallels between that and and real estate you know it you know it, it made sense as far as you know being the protector um being the watchdog etc but we ended the day with an awesome awesome i don't even know the word uh, giveaway i guess you could just say for lack of a better term but there was a local charlotte veteran who air force guy so i can relate to him but he you know, he, he served three tours overseas and uh, he's been down on his luck recently. He lost everything he had in a flood that we had here in Charlotte, or he had in his uh, South Carolina about a year and a half ago, and he's been just, it's been a rough year and a half. But all the realtors there, um, we purchased a shirt. Uh, it's called, it was a red shirt, so go red on Fridays, and that's an initiative that the American Warrior Initiative put on to like, so you don't forget there's still people overseas fighting. Awesome. What what awesome. didn't red stand for something? Remembering. Yes. Uh, Do you remember? Man, it, it remembering every day or something like that. Oh, okay. I, it, I don't think that's it, but yes, it it is an acronym, and so so everybody in attendance, there was like 250 realtors. We all bought a shirt for twenty two dollars, and we were able to. Do, they American Warrior Initiative donated every single dollar of that twenty two dollars to this veteran, and he thought he was coming just to talk about his story, but. Afterwards, while he was on stage, they um, were able to present him with a $5,000 check. And he had his kids with him. He had his, his girl. And um, so that was awesome. <clears throat> then they kept him inside while the media was there to talk about him. Then all the other realtors, we all went outside and hovered, or, like, gathered around a brand new Dodge car. I don't know what it was, but it was 2017. I'm not really, I don't know much about cars, but had a big bow on it. And then when he walked wow. outside, we all parted like the Red Sea. It it, it was amazing. Wow. That's cool. And then Sean Parnell was there. He's a uh, he's a New York Times bestseller. He talked about uh, his first day, and I'll, I'll make this really brief. But he talked about his first day in Afghanistan as a 24 year old. Uh, I think he was a second lieutenant, or maybe a, a second first, lieutenant, first lieutenant, or second lieutenant. Do you, are you familiar with the ranks? Not really, but the twenty four. I mean, that's that's like those are babies. They're still. babies. You yeah. Know, well, you know they, well, a lieutenant is somebody who comes out. I mean, the, a second lieutenant is like the the very first officer ranking. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but I think he was he may have been a captain, but his very first day in Afghanistan. This is like two thousand five. He he was sharing his story, and I'm I can't wait to read this book that I got Outlaw Platoon. But he shared the story like they were flying a helicopter to the to his fob, which is a forward operating base. And he recant, he recant, recants, recounts, recants, recounts, recounts. He recalls. Mm. Okay. He recalls. He's in this helicopter and he's coming down the mountains and he, he says he goes, it would be really easy for someone to shoot us down right now. Luckily that didn't happen, but um, they got to the base. They landed and right when they landed, they got they were attacked by a bunch of mortars, uh, right outside the gate. So they got into their base and 
they, they're being they're under attack and everything is missing them all the mortars are missing them right so they're 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 safe right now but unfortunately there was a school full of kids like near near the fob and uh, it it took out a lot of kids in there so there was pandemonium right outside the gate so try to picture picture like a gate of a compound right where there's afghan parents holding their kids trying to get into this area to see if they can get help right so he where he's at he rushes to the gate they open up the gate and they only want to that they only want to save the boys he was saying and they weren't going to they weren't going to go for that so they wanted to save everybody like the afghan parents is going to oh, say okay. that so when I say they, I was talking about the Afghans. They wanted the boys saved first. But he says, you know, that's not what they're about. They want to serve and protect boys and girls. So he took this girl, right? And when he took this girl, <clears throat> he was trying to, she was injured from the mortar attack. And he was trying to, like, work on her and stuff. And then 30 yards away, a, the mortar hit. And how he explained it is every time a mortar hits, they adjust it for when the next round goes, it's going to be closer. Because they can, it's, it's like adjusting the site, right? So when this mortar hit 30 yards away, big explosion. He said, like, he couldn't hear anything. He still had this girl, and he was carrying her. Then he, he says how he, uh, he explained how he felt this warm sensation in his leg. And he looked down, he saw all this blood. And he's trying to pat his leg down to see where it was, but he realized it, was, it wasn't his cut. It was the girl. She was missing her leg from the knee down. Mm. And this is his first day as a leader of this platoon. And he's like 20. He's, he's Megan's 24, age. and he's Megan's age. And so he, he sat there. He, she died in his arms. He took her back to the parent, the dad. And he, just, he, he said the dad just kind of gave a nod and took her and walked away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if that's going to be in this 14, thing, 14 things to be happy about. The fact that your girl's not getting blown up in a... No. Uh, war zone. So, but um, he sat there and he was. And I'm transitioning into Lewayne. This, this, trust me, this plays a, a big part in today's mm-hmm. episode, because as that happened, after that happened, he went to his ba- He went to his room, because the rest of his group was coming in, and he's going to be commanding these people. So he's going to be leading these people. Now he he was scared. He he said he was scared, but he said, "How am I? How? What's the best way?" He's an army ranger. What's the best way I can lead these men? And he said, "I'm not going to be. I'm not. I can't lead effectively if I'm if I'm if I'm letting fear dictate how I how I react." So, um, with that being said, I want to introduce you to a, another veteran. He's also into leadership and business development. Lewayne. What's up, man? How's everything going? Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Like, <laughs> good story. He's like, oh, jeez. Wow. I'm sitting here squirming in my seat right now. Yeah, you should have been there, like. like my God, I, I can't. Intense, I can't. Uh, there wasn't a dry eye in the in, in that whole mm. area, in the in the whole auditorium. Everyone was just like, I don't know. So Sean, he was there too. Sean Parnell, yeah, that's the author. Sean Parnell, he's uh, he's an author of Outlaw Platoon. He gave away all these books, got it signed. Uh, he's actually on Fox News a lot as talking about you know what's going on over there and, uh, but yeah. Anyway. All right, cool, man. Well, let's uh, let's get into Lewayne. Lewayne is uh, one of the partners at Sandler Training at I10 Solutions. Uh, they provide sales management training. They work with sales teams and individual salespeople. They also do uh, 
personal development, all sorts of uh, different stuff with their company. So, uh, Wayne, man, if you don't mind, just give us a little bit of your backstory. And um, Brian mentioned you were a veteran. And then tell us how you got into doing what you're doing now, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Chris. Um, I appreciate you guys for inviting me out. And oh, really looking forward to this time to come out and speak to you guys and, you know, be along with a fellow veteran here. And, absolutely. And really, yeah, absolutely. Uh, just get to share some war stories and, and talk about what we can do. Uh, our passion is to help veterans and help, you know, anyone in the community to grow and to expand. So, yeah, a little bit about myself as being a veteran. I uh, graduated high school in 1993 and I went into Fort Jackson, uh South Carolina basic training two days later after I graduated. That's Columbia, right? Columbia, yep. Yep, Fort, Fort Jackson. So I wasn't uh, really sure what that looked like. I knew that I wanted to do something uh, for for my country. I was really excited about that. This was pre-9-11 before everything really started to get hot and heavy. But I went in and I and I said, you know, I want to serve and you know I want an opportunity to travel and then also they enticed me with that uh, that college money and yeah. GI Bill and all that stuff. So uh, long story short, I went in and I went in as a weapons specialist. So I learned a lot about you know how to operate a weapon, how to break it down, how, you know how to assemble it and that all was- that stuff. See, I, so, I, I, I sorry to interrupt, but yeah, yeah, breaking down the weapon, I was the worst. <laughs> Every time I dreaded that, we because we had to qualify for the M sixteen mm. once a year, and I was like, my, I'm not good at putting stuff together. I'm not good at any of that assembling anything. Uh, those who know me can vouch for this. Yeah. And I was the worst. I, I would, I would always be the guy like, hey, how do you do that? Uh, like stopping the other people from learning because I'm like, hey man, how do you do? That? Help me out. Oh, what, 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 what do I press back? But uh, I always, I would, oh my God, I would always get frustrated. And then they made us clean it after we got done qualifying. I always qualified. I was, I mean, I did pretty well. But as far as like taking it apart and everything, I, yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry these aren't Legos, Jones. <laughs> Don't you get it together? It's 4:30. Just give him a certificate. Let's Just get give him a certificate. Get out of here. You're pathetic. You promise uh, not to shoot anybody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So you're a weapons specialist? Yes, yeah, so I was a weapons specialist. We didn't pretty, you know, we didn't have a choice. We had to learn how to take <laughs> that thing apart and put it back together. And we actually did it blindfold and all Jeez, that good that's stuff. Some, uh, what's that movie? Uh, that's some, uh, ah, what's that? Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal, full metal Jacket. jacket. Yeah. It was, that was a real Full Metal Jacket. Goodness gracious. So, yeah, I did that for a while. Then I crossed over and I became a medic. So I was a combat medic. I did that. And I, I knew when I was in, I was like, okay, I don't know if I want to stay in and make a career of it. Uh, I knew there was something else in the civilian realm that I wanted to do, so I got out. Um, I went to school. I got a degree in occupational therapy. Uh, I loved okay. that. Yeah. Spent about good 16 years doing that, working in different capacities in hospitals and assisted living long-term care facilities, uh, doing home health traveled around I was mainly in Florida when I did that um, so that brought me to where I am today basically um, now I'm recently married I got married in October congrats man congrats yeah yeah thank you thank you I have a beautiful wife um, Yasmin um, she's really been my support and backbone during this time and it's been a lot of transitions and growth um, here and I uh, in my early early 40s and, uh, he doesn't look at though. Oh man, no, no. he looks. He Thank looks you. thirty. Thank you. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. 
26. Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, when you said 1993, it's like, goodness. <laughs> and we have, we have three children um, that I, that I was adopted into and they're adopted into my life so and uh we, so we have an 18 year old we have a 14 year old and soon to be seven year old uh, one girl and two boys um, so they you know they give us a lot they're doing really well and um you know two in high school one elementary school so was this so your, that's great that you, you got right into it, i got man. right into it man I, 18 18 um and seven and how old and 14 14 yeah yeah, yeah so um, it's really good. It's two of them now. They're, I mean, they're doing excellent in school, doing well. They're actually doing a play that we're going to see, I think, tonight or this weekend. That the oldest daughter, she actually choreographed. Oh, wow. we're going to see her. Then the little one, uh, his name is AJ. He's the next big sales guru. I mean, uh, you can sell anything. Yeah. I need to hang out um, with him. So yeah, he's <laughs> teaching your ways. How old is he? Definitely, he's going to be seven. <laughs> he's coming up. nine. <laughs> How about 9.15? I'm, I'm reading this book. 8.57. So, yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about what we do at, at Sandler Training. And I recently got introduced to that program. I had already uh, started doing coaching and consulting. I was doing public speaking. That's my passion. And I got introduced to Sandler Training by my now president, Tim Ledwin. And he introduced me to that and says, hey, you know, we have a system and a methodology that we follow that that helps businesses. And what we do, our mission is we want to change people's lives, both personally and professionally. So that's what we seek to do. We don't want to break those two things up. A lot of times you see that in the corporate America and in people's business, they separate their personal life from the professional life. So we really seek to integrate and bring those two things together to align those things, your goals, your vision, and your life personally and professionally because they, they work together. So who's your clients? Business owners, local? Who do, who do you guys work with? We have a lot of small business owners that come in. They might have 25 employees. Sometimes they might have five to 10 employees, uh, 15 and even large corporations like uh, like a Bank of America, I think we have a C Max. If they don't already have their own sales team established already, and they're looking to grow their business, take their business from one level to the next, and they want a system that they can follow long term that works, it's not something that you can buy off the shelf. It's not a one shop, one stop. What do they call it? One, one stop, stop shop. shop. You don't go into Walmart or, or whatever and buy a sales training manual and then you teach it. This is a, a, a methodology. It's a mindset change that we really deliver. And we have on-site coaching. We do coaching calls. We follow up with our clients. So we, we, we form a personal relationship with our clients. And I think that's what really separates us and sets us apart, if you want to say that. From other sales training programs are you know around. So so for different if so if you obviously have people from different industries and everything, do you tailor Absolutely. what their industry and what they're looking for? Is it custom customized or is it like a one? We do we do customize a lot of our programs. Now we do have a foundation. It's kind of like basic training, right? Okay. No matter where you come in, if you're if you're an army medic, if you do a supply or 
you know, please, no matter what, you're going to go through the basic training. Right. You know, learn the fundamentals. Gotcha. So that's what we do. We take everybody through the fundamentals. And then once you get through that basic training fundamentals, then you go into the advanced training where you specialize on your specific team and what you do well. And so we tailor it to that. And our coaching really speaks to that because you go in and you set up a one-on-one coaching and consulting with with Tim or you know one of our people in our office and we really take you down that so you can really uh, chisel in and be laser focused on what will make you and your team work better. So is this a um, like an eight-week program or what's kind of the curriculum look like if someone expressed interest? Right that's a good question um, so that right now what we're doing we have a the foundations course we meet every other week so we do that for five weeks so that takes you through 10 sessions so we'll cover two sessions in one period we usually meet on a Tuesday for that from 8 30 to 11 30 so you'll get three hours of really intense a lot of information thrown at you but what's great about that is that you can also go online and you can reinforce that training in order to get your certification. So you actually get a certificate saying that you passed that foundations program and that you're ready with the knowledge that you've learned to go on to the next step. A lot of people take that foundations and they go on to that advanced course, which is our sales mastery or what they used to call the president's club to get reinforced and to get more in depth with the information that you've already learned. And you can continuously learn that information through online learning and training. And, and, and then also the consulting. And then you get to practice and actually use that information while you're at work. So you apply it right away. You don't have to wait until you're done with the program to learn what that looks like from a sales point of view, making a sales call and what we call UFC upfront contracts, which is really huge. I think we'll touch bases more in depth next time we come back of what that really looks like, why you should have an upfront contract, why that's important to your business and also how it fits in your personal life with setting up a, a upfront contract. So you've mentioned so. personal life a couple different times. How mm. do you guys integrate someone succeeding in both arenas? Like how do you make sure that happens? That's a great question. So we believe that a lot of things that when David Sandler is the founder of Sandler Training, he really found that a lot of things that you learn in your, your business applies to your personal life as well. And that all surrounds around you as a person. So we believe in spirit, mind, and body. Now you have to be in a good spiritual mindset, whatever that is. doesn't have to be a specific religion, but we believe that that is the cornerstone that your head, your, your spirit has to be aligned with what you're doing. And then also your your mind, your mind has to be clear, it has to be focused, and your body. So they all work in congruency, and that's a big part of who you are personally. You can't go out and be effective in your job if you're not lined up spiritually, you're driven, and what's taking you outside of who you are, right? 
Because we all know in order to be effective, we have to find something that drives us that's bigger than who we are. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So we're limited in that. And that's what they we really we we really emphasize. Um, we don't put a, a huge amount of attention to it, but you should know that it's there as part of the training that you're going to get with Sandler is not just you walk in the door. We're going to teach you a lot of techniques. You don't understand without those techniques that you have to have the right type of attitude and the right type of behavior in order to be effective in your job every day. Because, you know, what? when you go home at the end of the day, you're not selling these products and stuff to your family and to your kids you know, you, you have to be able to, to to bring this holistic point of view of of your business, you know, from family to home and integrate those two. You can't devise them. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that almost needs to be step one. Almost is kind of a mindset shift and absolutely um, pain and pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Tony Robbins. Do you guys do? Uh, is it B to B or B to C and or? All, I mean, do you guys work with the sales manager at a Toyota dealership or do you work with, Absolutely. I mean, what are some of the clientele Absolutely. you guys actually do serve and that you've right. had success with? Right. So we, we've had a success with a lot of companies that are in, like right now we have software development companies that come in and they're finding that they need to have a different way of of marketing and selling their services to people, which is not really in a traditional sense that you would think because they're not sales per se people, but they need that sales mindset. One of the things that we talk about in Sandler training is that it's not pressure sales. We're not high pressure. We're not really teaching you how to sell your product or service. We're just teaching, we're teaching you how to do that in a more efficient and effective way so that you're not making calls and chasing around people or, or, or attracting business with the, pe- the people that you don't want to attract. Exactly. You know what I mean? So sales is really grown in Dubai into a whole nother, you know, monster or animal, you know, if I will, it's not the traditional car salesman sales anymore. Right. Sales is so huge. It's global. It's an every aspect of your life you think about a situation where if you talk to someone about a movie that you want to watch right and they'll tell you oh wow this movie is great it had a bunch of action and man you should see it and these actors was amazing i mean they're selling you on that idea that Mm -hmm. this movie is something that you need to watch so it's more than just selling a product or service it's selling ideas now you know, and you're and you're such in a in a competitive space when it comes to different things with software development companies out there. We we have a uh, we have clientele that uh, that they sell HR products to school systems. So they they try they they have uh, used our system our Sandler system to get their service HR products into a large school system. And that's worked and they've seen good results since they've used our strategies and methodologies versus the way that they were doing things before. So it could be used on different levels. You could be a traditional sales force or you could be a non-traditional sales force where you're really not selling big upfront things that you would normally think like a car right away or a home right mm-hmm. away. 
or something that's that's differently positioned than you wouldn't think a sales it, mindset would use. It's build it. So it's, are you talking about? It's kind of like building rapport, like like <clears throat> getting them to know who you are and why you're selling. Exactly. Yeah. That's the first thing that you learn in the system is that you you must build bonding with the person and the rapport. And you also you just don't do that from the front. You through you do that throughout the whole process that you're building a relationship with the people. So you find you find commonalities with them. You talk to them about their life and you know where they're going and, and you and you find out if this is a relationship, first of all, that you should go yeah. go for. It's not all yeah. relationships that you should, you know, try to take into the to the next step and then if you find out where well, maybe our relationship is not something that we need to right. go further with then you say okay is it okay if we decide sooner or later that we're going to part ways that we're not going to try to just make it fake it till we make it and that, that's you that's know? awesome because you said you save both parties a lot of time and frustration by knowing exactly hey this isn't going to work out before we you know start on this relationship exactly. together. so it's the yeah. same thing with Chris and I as real estate whenever we go to list a house and, and or buy meet with a buyer we we it's like it's an interview and mm-hmm. there's there's times where you know if 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 I think this client is, is going to be too much of a headache mm-hmm. it, 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 it's, some things aren't worth the, exactly. the money so, exactly all right, you don't want to take people through this whole long drawn out process, and especially with us. You we have to you have to invest a lot of time and energy and resources and you know financial into this process. And if you're not ready to really take on that, if we're trying to force you to do something that you're not ready to do, that you you don't want to do, and then you end up not liking us. You know, we don't really have a good relationship. We didn't establish that from the beginning. Exactly. It's, it's not going to be. It's going to be a lose-lose. And we always want to stay on that win-win side. So deciding, hey, this relationship is not a good thing for us right now. You know, maybe we shake hands part ways. If you know somebody else that can benefit from us, mm-hmm. give us an introduction. Or we just, you know, we just clear it out and say, hey, you know, you never know what that looks like. So that's the beauty of it when it when it yeah. comes to that. I think um, I think that distinction is is really good because when when you hear sales training, you automatically think about um, someone being aggressive, someone being in your face, hitting you with a bunch of scripts, and yes. exactly. telling you it's all a numbers game. Go for it, go for it, go for it. Exactly. Don't take no for an answer. X Y Z blah blah blah. But you guys approach it from okay. Here's a system. Here's what. You need to think about get your mind right, build rapport with people, treat them how you want to be treated, right? And then you structure their business to where they can follow up with people, put them in their in their system. Am I am I right or yeah? Okay. That's that sounds right. That's de- that's definitely on course where where we are. So you're changing the mindset of the way that you you offer your services to people, mm-hmm. and that's just basically being honest. You're not trying to trick them into doing anything that they that they don't want to do. Um, you don't want to force them to do something that they do, they don't want to do as well. So that's a the basic premise behind you know the Stanley training is that you know you want to do more with less. It's kind of like how the special forces and the combat forces do. They're small units. They go into environments with a small group, but they're so effective because they they're, they're trained really well 
and they they've, they've trained and studied and they know exactly what they're going to do and what they're going to do. So we rather have a we rather train those guys that want to be an elite force so that they can be small, but they can be mighty. We don't want to train a large group of people that's not going to be effective, yeah. going to be complacent. They don't want to take their business, their organization to another level. So we really seek out those ones or be an individual or be a group that really wants to go in and be more effective, more efficient with a proven methodology and, and, and have a mindset to grow and change and develop. All right. So you've talked about Sandler, Tim, and then you, uh, can you kind of clear up what the umbrella looks like? So Sandler training and I-10 and what's, what's everybody's role? Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, absolutely. So Sandler training, everybody that knows about Sandler training, they, they know that it's a, it's an organization that has about 250 independent franchises across the United States. Oh, okay. So right. Each one, so everyone, kind of like Keller Williams, right? Gotcha. It's a large organization. Okay. You buy, you kind of buy your own franchise. You set up office. You set up shop. So that's exactly what I-10 Solutions is. We, you know, we have our president and owner of that organization. His name is Tim Ledwine. So he he bought that franchise. And then he seeks to find like-minded individuals like himself that wants to go out and to deliver that training and sales <clears throat> sales methodology to others. So he, you know, hired me and he has several other people that are in the office. His wife works there and he has um and we have three other people, Maggie and, and Chad and Troy, that they're they're in their own perspective businesses and have done well, but they also have went through the Sandler training and now they have a heart to go out and to to spread that to other people that need that training as well. So you're a student of the game before you actually get in. So we all go through the training, we all learn it, we all become, you know, what they call product, you become a product of the product, right? Right. So that's what we are here. So we just all collaborate together, even though we're individual and we work as a team to deliver that service in our office. Very cool, yeah. very cool. All right, man. Um, and I know you're writing a book. You want to tell us a little bit about that, too? Absolutely. So this is really near and dear to my heart on a personal level. I've been working on my book for a little less than a year now. And my wife, Yasmin, she's been really putting the boot to me to, to get good. me. That's good, man. Hey, <laughs> to get me going with it, right? spouse that says, get it done. So awesome. she's been like, get it done, write this book. When are you going to write this book? Now we're putting it out there. And I said, okay, I'll put it out there. Now I'm going to write this book. So I can talk about this all day. It has a lot to do with me um, and my faith. Not a, not a lot to do with me personally, but it has a lot to do with the commonality of of who I am, right? Mm -hmm. So I started out and I said, okay, what can I do? I'm a, I'm a regiment guy. I've been in the mm -hmm. military. You could probably speak to that. So I like to know what I'm going to do 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. you know? So I set up a regimen for my day, what I'm going to do. So I came up with five things that I do almost on a daily basis. And then, so I said, okay, how can I put those things together so that I can follow those things and make a system? Uh -huh. 
So I came up with the five F's, right? So I said, the first F stands for faith. For me, my faith is very important. I see that as a center of my life. I know that I have to focus on, on those things. So I'll go back and say that I'm talking about these things because I, I know what works and what doesn't work because of trial and error and over time. I'm not saying that I'm the expert, but I'm, but I'm saying that this is the things that I believe that works for me. It may not work yeah. for you, but it works for me. So I believe that if you follow these things, that it can work for you. So I set off and I said, okay, my faith is important to me. What does that look like? What does faith look like? For me, it's having some time that I connect with a spiritual being. And, and you know, for me, that's, you know, if you don't mind sharing, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. So I spend time praying and meditating and, and speaking about that and learning more about that. So that's a faith um, for me that I spend. And a lot of things that I do in my life, it's about taking my life to another level. And I know that I have to spend some time outside of myself okay. doing that, right? So faith is the first So faith is the first. Now fitness is the second F. Right, and we all know how important our I keep fitness at this meme where is. It's like fit, fitness pizza in my mouth. Yeah, I'm into fitness. So, fitness pizza in my mouth. So, I've always been in health and fitness all my life, working out and exercising. Like, say, being in the military, I play football. And fitness has so many other aspects as well. Fitness in your mind, right? You got to have a, a strong mind knowing that you you're putting good things in your mind every day so that could be listen to podcasts listen yeah. to the jones zone yeah. right and listen to other guys like you know tony robbins and God, I, Zig I Ziglar, right i am obsessed with tony robbins <laughs> it really is unhealthy I, at this point so, that is the man <clears throat> so that's part of my mental fitness and then i have my physical fitness exercising, going to the gym, working out, riding my bike, eating right, putting the right foods in my body every day so I can fuel myself to go out and talk to people and give people what they need, you know, personally, because I'm a big personal development guy. I, lo I love to motivate and encourage and inspire and to help people get to that next level. So I'm like junior you know Tony Robinson, <laughs> Tony Robbins, and Zig Ziglar and Les Brown. I, I listen to tapes. All those guys, you know John Maxwell. I'm just engulfed, and I love that stuff. So I believe that that's the number two. And then we talk about finances. We all know how important fine, you know, having a financial system is to be financially healthy, yeah. right? You know, to be able to make money, but not just make money, to be able to use money properly and use money in the right way to take care of your family. So all those things are, are healthy financial aspects to understand what, what money is like. A lot of people don't know what money is and how to use money and how to set up a budget or how to investment. You know, we don't learn that in the army. Right. We just go out, we just get like a credit card. We go to oh, the PS, yeah. you know, with a PX and we just yeah. shop and buy stuff. And then we get in credit card, you know, danger and all this and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Speakers. Yeah, we don't understand you know, what you know, seriously, money though, is. They're like, if you're if you're a young E two or something and you're you're 18 years old and you know that you make 
nine hundred bucks a month in the army or air force, and it, all you care about is how much that car payment is. Yeah, I only pay five hundred bucks a month. That gives me four hundred extra dollars a month, man, <laughs> and I get to eat for free at the. So I, so I'll quickly go through, and the next one is so important to us all the time is family. We all love our family. We we have families, and you know we spend a lot of time, or we want to spend more time with our families. And what does it look like? What does a family d- dynamic look like? I grew up in a broken home where I didn't have my dad there, and my mom was a single parent. And then she got married. Then I had a stepfather. Then I had grandparents that helped raise me. I had other extensions of my family. So there's so many personal aspects to a family. It's not just one size fits all, especially now with everything that's going on. People are getting divorced, and we got so many different, you know, uh, you know, multitudes of what family looks like. So how important family is, and keeping engaged in contact with our family, and putting our family first. And so that's that's really huge for me is family, and 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 I and I want to be a part of of a family that that is healthy and growing environment. There's so many chaos and craziness and all this stuff in our families, right? So I, I write about family in my book and then fellowship. I think fellowship, a lot of people think it's just about church and sitting down and eating chicken and watermelon or whatever, you know, wherever you are or having you know, potato salad. Yeah. But really fellowship for me is connecting outside of my, my home and in the community. Mm-hmm. And, from, and from my wife and I, we fellowship with people on different levels. We go out to the community and we may set up a, a place and we do like homeless, um, you know, giving out clothes and food. Oh, or, you know, we, we have a nonprofit organization that we teach leadership skills to kids. We oh, teach. that's interesting. That's so good. we uh, we like to do a lot of things outside of our home and fellowship. We may give financially. We may give our our time and our efforts and our energy, and that's what I really like. And that's important, because not, really not, like, not yeah. everybody's at a position in life where they can give financially. They might be struggling, like, for real. But I think everybody's in a position where they can give time. Exactly. And there's so many things you can do. Like I say, my heart is, is in the community and is serving veterans and helping fellow veterans. There's so many veterans that are struggling and lost in transition. They've come back from War Studio, and they don't really know what to do, and they don't know how to transition back into the civilian world. So they end up on the street, mental illness, PTSD. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go on and on and on about, you know, this left out community here and so many other aspects of the community that needs help, that needs people to give business owners, to give their time and effort into. That just goes back to what I was you know? talking about earlier with, you know, the, the veteran who had fallen on extremely hard times. Yeah, and- absolutely. <clears throat> Banded the, this foundation, this initiative, banded together and got him a car. I mean, that's that's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks, Luane, dude. Uh, what's hashtag move that rope? Oh, uh, hashtag move that rope. So I started move that rope probably about five years ago, and it's really what it is. It's about a movement. It's about a mindset change and shift. And so many times we have mental holes on us that keep us down and keep us from growing, keep us from developing and going to that next level in our lives. You know, so many people want to do it, but there's things that have held us down by our own fears and doubts. So I started Move That Rope about five years ago. I did a video series on it, and it's just about a mindset change. If you believe it, Right. If you conceive it, you believe it, then you can achieve there it. There you go. So I, I, I would hope that everybody 
would would get on to move that rope and and use that. I have a big story behind it. I hope to share that in the future with you That's guys cool. in the yeah, community absolutely. and let yeah. you know where that is. And so I just appreciate you guys. Uh, let me allow me this time and share my story and kind of show man. It's definitely our pleasure to have so, you. Um, you know, please uh, give these guys some love from the Zone Zone. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, it. How do people man. get in touch with you, Luane? You know what? You can get contact with me um, on Facebook and Twitter. You can go to at Luane Young. Um, let's see what else I got out there. I forget what Luane all my is... handles. Okay, what is it? Yeah, it's L E W A Y N E and then Y O U N G. Um, you can get contact me on LinkedIn, search me on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I think I'm still on Instagram. <laughs> I really don't know how to do chat, Snapchat, so I'm not on that. But yeah, reach out to me. My, you know, you can contact me on my email address. I'm at Sandler uh, Luane Young uh, dot Young at Sandler dot com. Um, so just reach out to these guys if you want to contact with me, uh, definitely you know, Brian we'll and Chris right. and all that. So he's going to be a well, recurring I'll be guest. around. I'll yeah. be on the list. Yeah, he's going to be a so. recurring guest. We'll uh, we'll get him on here to talk about leadership and bring value to you guys. So. All right, sounds good, man. Lewayne Young, business development consultant, I Ten Solutions, Sandler Training. It was a pleasure having you, man. Thank Appreciate you. you Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Jones Zone Podcast with Chris and Brian Jones. We'll catch you on the next episode.